What's up, podcast listeners? It's your host, Rafal Matuszewski, and I apologize because I don't have my usual setup with me. I don't have my earbuds, so the sound quality isn't going to be the best. So I am sorry for that. Um, We're going to get into it today, but first, I just want to mention how grateful and humbled I am to have so many people purchase my ebook, The Ironclad Body Training System, um, this past weekend, well, yesterday, uh, because I had a 24-hour flash sale um, to celebrate the one-year anniversary since I released my book. And I just have to say thank you, thank you, thank you for all the people who went out of their way to buy my book for just 25 bucks when it's usually 57 so shout out to everyone who's about to become you know strong and resilient and create their own ironclad body um and i guess now i can announce um i'm gonna be selling not selling writing my second volume to um the ironclad body training system so i released that last year and then it took me an entire year to write it and put it together and a lot has changed in my mind and don't get me wrong like the book is still really good like it's better than most training programs out there but I want to just like fine-tune this thing and make it even better and I have a lot of new stuff that's going to be coming out with this second volume so there you go, a little teaser. Um, so we're going to get into the show, and I want to talk about this concept of the real reason why you're not seeing fat loss results. The big thing that everyone doesn't even factor in, and I see this over and over and over again, and let me start by saying If you're a person listening to the show struggling with their fitness goals, their fat loss goals, whatever it is, it's usually because psychologically there's something going on and we need to cover all facets of health. And number one is our mental health. Because if the stuff that's happening up in here doesn't work properly, So how is that stuff up here supposed to tell the rest of your body what to do and recover from it and adapt to it? You know what I mean? So a typical example is, you know, the average person in their lifetime, I think the stat will be they've done at least nine kind of like crash diets to lose weight. And they all lose weight during the diet, but then they all gain it back plus some afterwards. Now, this kind of cycle just goes to show that people are so desperate to finally see the weight come off and they feel that they have to do drastic things to prove their self self-worth. Now, when you're growing up, especially women, and don't get me wrong, guys can go through this too and I'll give an example, but you know, As young girls growing up, 
your parents probably told you, you know, you need to eat as much as possible to get big and strong. They would always kind of use those words, make sure you eat, make sure you eat enough so you can get big and strong. So when you're older, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point in their lives, they start hearing words like, make sure you don't eat too much because you don't want to get too big. You don't want to take up space. You want to be thin. You got to watch your figure. And this can happen as early as like 10, 11 years old. And now think about the psychological scar that our parents are leaving on us, knowing that if you eat too much, you're not going to be worthy of other people's approval, right? This is where the root cause starts. And when you kind of grow from that and you start seeing the diet culture from your parents, and most likely it's the mother, where they're constantly dieting, saying comments about other family members who've gained weight, and all these little things that pop up as a young like tween or whatever you call them now um, and teenagers you pick up on your parents behavior and you realize oh in order for me to be good enough in this world I need to be a certain shape a certain size I need to have a certain weight I can't eat in certain foods I need to x y and z and this is where it starts becoming a huge problem and then you have companies out there advertising to use food as an emotional carrier if anything went wrong, right? Like how many freaking ice cream um, companies out there have embedded into your head that when you have a rough day, you had some sort of, you know, emotional day, some sort of breakup, some sort of relationship trouble, you automatically go to your freezer and eat ice cream. Like that's been around probably since the mid eighties. Like you're having relationship issues, go have a pint of ice cream. Like it just goes hand in hand, but that doesn't actually do anything. Like if you actually look at some research um, about like binge eating on foods and for those listening, like you know, personally, I've gone through a lot of binge eating issues, like a lot. And I would say, like, only now I kind of have the grasp over it, but I still have binge tendencies. Before, it used to be really, really bad. But when you look into binge research, and I went down this rabbit hole because I was trying to figure my shit out. Um, Almost 99% of the time when people binge ate, and I mean, like, really to a point where they have no self-control to stop until they feel sick. That's binge eating. They get to that point so they can relieve their, you know, anxiousness, their stress, their emotions, whatever it is. And at the time, as they're using food to help fight off these emotions, they feel a little bit better. But the moment they stop, 99% of all those Um, people in this research uh, study said that they felt worse than when they first started, right? But for some reason, we have it embedded in our head that food will help ease the pain no matter what. But there's always that feeling of guilt after, and this is where it can go into purging and stuff like that. But 
there you have it. Like from a young age, many young, young girls going into puberty and then eventually adulthood have built probably two decades worth of, you know, messages that in order for them to have self-worth, they have to look a certain way and be a certain weight. And also on top of that, take down any other woman that looks out of the ordinary shape that society wants you to look like. Like that's really fucked up if you think about it. Now for guys, and this is a personal experience of mine, you know, if you listen to my show from the very beginning or listen to my first episode to kind of like figure out what this show is about, I was obese. I was heavy. I weighed over 200 pounds and then lost it all. But growing up as a kid, I was always the fat kid. And I remember um, I always dealt with a lot of health issues growing up. And when I would go to the doctor, the doctor would always weigh me. And I was like the worst feeling ever. And I remember I was like at a point where they're like, if you keep gaining weight, you will get diabetes at a young age. And if you get diabetes at a young age, like that's some serious shit. And from that moment, I remember like my parents would always, you know, tell me things like, oh, don't eat too much. You're going to get too fat. Don't eat that. Eat this instead. Like all those little things at a young age of like nine, 10 years old, and then kids at school making fun of you for being overweight, like that shit will leave a scar or two. You know what I mean? And now when you become an adult, and you're trying to finally undo decades of psychological scars and coming from an environment that did not nurture who you are as an individual and teach you what self-worth really is, fuck, you would have a hard time losing weight and being committed to something. Like, it's not rocket science. So a lot of times... I tell people that are on this quest to finally lose weight and be done with it, it starts with your mental health. Like, are you physically, like mentally ready to take on the burden of doing the work that you need to undo that so many of your parents, family members, friends have put on you, society to tell you that you're not good enough if you weigh a certain way or look a certain way. Like, fuck, that is some tough shit. And this is why I tell people like weight loss, fat loss, any fitness goal is not just a six week thing, an eight week thing, a three month thing. It's a lifestyle. Like you have to undo a lot of shit in order to see success finally. So, I'm going to leave it there. I want you guys to really think about, you know, looking deep down inside you and figuring out if you've actually worked your shit out for this next, you know, step in your life that, you know, gyms are reopening, I gained some weight again, I need to get my shit together. Start developing yourself personally in here and in here and for those who are listening I point to my heart and my head like work on yourself 
you know, don't get caught up with all the shit that's out there because the moment you start being true to yourself and really focusing on building you as a better person, it all comes together. And this is what I've been talking about like this past year in my podcast is the bigger picture. This is the bigger picture. You losing weight is like 10% of the whole puzzle piece. The rest is like what's going on in your head. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully that kind of gave you some insight, some, um, you know, things to think about. Um, Let me know if you guys have any questions, feedback, concerns. I would love to hear you guys reach out. Um, Hit the show notes, add me on Facebook and Instagram because I post a lot of stuff. And give me a five-star review, whatever you're listening to. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I'm sorry for the shitty audio quality. Hopefully I can fix it post-editing. And that's it from you guys. Have an awesome fucking week. Crush the day. You guys fucking got this. Until next time.